0: is Bob Husler
1: from the Fan. Coming up next, it's Locked Up Sports on 365 SportsCast.com. Locked Up Sports, Sports Flash. With your sports update, I'm Bob Walters. Mets stopped their three-game losing streak with a 4-3 win over the Texas Rangers out at City Field. Peterson, six inning, six innings, three runs. Five hits and ten strikeout. Diaz with the save. And Escobar with the big blow. A three-run homer in the fourth inning. Yankees and Guardians rained out in Cleveland. Doubleheader tomorrow starting at 12 o'clock. Phillies and Braves are both winners as well in the National League East. Over in Wimbledon, Djokovic cruises into the fourth round with a straight sets win. American John Isner loses to Janik Sinner. And American Francis Tiafo wins his third round match. Coming up next, it's Locked Up Sports on 365SportsCast.com. Everybody, this is Don LaGreca from the Michael K. Show. When it comes to talking sports, Bob Walters and Brett Grasso are the authority. He took a
2: home run away from...
1: For three. Puts it in. Next by one with 8.2 remaining. Ball game over. Yankees win. When it comes to talking sports, they're the authority. It's Bob Walters and Brett Grasso. We up sports, and it starts now. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out, bring them out, you. Bring them out, bring them out, hey. Bring them out. Here we go. Bob Walters, Brett Grasso. From the Brian Gunzel Studios, this is Locked Up Sports. We are live on 365sportscast.com and anywhere you get your podcasts. Brett, welcome to the show, 4th of July weekend, my grandma's birthday. How you doing, Brett? This is great. Nice to be here. Good Mets win tonight. Good win tonight. Good win tonight. We're going to get into all that. We're going to get into the NBA free agency, which was wild in this area with the Knicks and with the, the Nets and Durant. We got the ending of a, of a dynasty. The Nets dynasty has come to an end. We got um, Wimbledon stuff going on. We got... What else we got, Brett? Live Golf Tournament. There's some protests going on. All People kind, are getting crazy over there. All kinds of stuff. But first one in the U.S. But we're going to start first with our literature section here. Yes, the Book Club Day. Book Club Day. We have... Um, I actually know this guy. I know him, Brett. I've met him before. He's actually... Um, name his last name is named after me he's uh his name is James Walters he is my first cousin his father and my father are brothers and he is the author of the book batter up answering the call of faith and fatherhood me and Brett have both read the book yep just in case you're wondering we didn't cheat we read the book the full thing cover to cover it's a quick read it's a good read I suggest everybody go get it
2: Not just for fathers either, for anybody. People want to be fathers, people who just, you know, think they might possibly be a father. And just, you know what, it's just got a lot of good life stories and mixes in
1: a lot of uh, of baseball stories. A lot of baseball, good Mets stuff. Well, let's let him tell it. Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Walters, welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Hey Jimmy, how's it going? Uh, like, I got I got to ask. You couldn't get a jet clip
0: for that opening. There was nothing jets. No, right? No, and that's
1: a, no. Like
2: <laughs> even when he did it, I had to like go in there and be like, you know, you could probably add a little bit more, uh, more jets, a little bit, you know, less rangers and uh, you know everything. Less, oh, no, 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 no. First throwing. of all, first no of all, rangers what he say? Right?
1: What did he ask of a jets clip? Yeah, we have the jets clip. Can't wait. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Oh. I'm a Bills fan. I could care laugh, I just was wondering where it was. But that is the best. Jets. All that's right, so that's wait. it for it's Jimmy Walters here today. Uh, Jimmy, thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I like him already. <laughs> so uh, before, before we started anything, Jimmy was out at the Ducks game with his daughter, who we're going to be talking about in a minute. Jimmy, how did the Ducks do tonight?
0: Uh, they they lost. You know, you don't watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the fireworks are amazing. It, it, you know, reminded me of the Shea Stadium fireworks shows that they used to have. I mean, now they do those pyrotechnic things at City Fields. Yeah, but all, the fireworks—the
1: fireworks were incredible. They're all done by Gucci. They're all done by Gucci. I actually went to a Gucci wedding one time, and it, I mean, they did fireworks. Yeah, they they're do a great job Grucci. over
2: there at um, yeah. the Central Islip Ballpark, and you can just go even if you don't go to the game. You can go catch the fireworks after on any other
1: fireworks shows. So, the book is Batter Up. It's Answering the Call of Faith and Fatherhood. And um, this isn't your first book, if I'm uh, right. You have your have other books. Tell us a little yeah, bit about yep. this one, how you started to write yeah, it, when, where you bit came bit up with it. Tell us a little bit
0: about yourself, too. Yeah. So, from um, your so dad, I have two, two uh, little girls Shaye and Sashay Stadium, who will be six this September, and Lily, who just turned two. Uh, and she was born in the beginning of COVID, so all that craziness that was happening. And, you know, we didn't have a baseball season for, until July, I guess, so I had, some, I had some time, so I figured I'd write a book. Um, and I wrote a lot of that book with, with really kind of on my shoulder. Um, and it was really just trying to combine the three things that I love the most, you know, uh, obviously baseball, being a dad, and I, I do the work of, of spirituality and faith. I'm a campus minister at St. John's University. Um, and so I, I love all that spirituality stuff. So trying to integrate those three things.
1: Now how um now I, I learned stuff that I I've known this this guy since we were since we were little and uh, were I, there was stuff in there that I didn't even know you did like the story I loved I liked the most that I actually liked the most out of the book was when you had when the, the Christmas when you brought the the child in the, in the I guess it was like oh, an yeah. orphanage and then yeah, how you talked about how you wondered what they are today and how you could see them in the store and you wouldn't even you'd pass each other and he might not even remember yeah. T- tell us a little bit about that.
0: Yeah, it's a great story. Uh, I worked at St. Mary's Children's Hospital. I was a volunteer first. Uh, that's in Queens, not too far from Bay Terrace. close to know that area. And they have a lot of kids who are just really sick. And some of them, their parents are very involved, but for some, they're not. And heartbreaking. I mean, it's, not, it's really heartbreaking situations. And there was this one boy that, when I volunteered, I, I used to always like hang out with him. He probably was like five or six years old, or maybe even younger. And he was one of those kids where the parents were... Not in the picture, and there's it have the ending? Because the the head nurse who took care of him and ended up adopting him. So it is just that beautiful aspect of it.
1: Um, but at the time, that wasn't the case, and, um, oh, and he was god. really sad. I feel so much better, was, better about it because yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, that, yeah. that part's not in the book. <laughs> like you like let me so open, like you like if I walk past I, him, I might not know him. There, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, what happened to this kid? No, I know that. All I know is he was adopted. I don't okay, know anything good. else. I feel bad. So,
0: but, so, so I, I was thinking about it. Like, God, like that's so many years ago. I, was, I mean, that's probably 2000, 2000, 2001, 2002. So I was like, God, and we wouldn't even recognize each other. But for over a year and a half, like, I was seeing this kid every Friday. And then there was an opportunity when they took kids who could go to Shea Stadium, and Mr. Met was there, and, and I was with him doing the tour of that. And um, it was one of those early moments where like, I kind of knew I wanted to be a dad. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a dad yet, but it was a sense of like, yeah, I think this is something I would love to do. Um, and had this connection with this kid, but that was it. You know, that was, I moved on and I heard that he was adopted. But, uh, you know, you just never know those relationships that you have in life, um, sh- especially those short ones. Um, the impact it has, and he certainly had an impact on me.
1: I bet he definitely remembers it. I've, uh, I've, yeah, there are certain yeah. things you remember. I remember, like the first baseball game I remember going to was '88 Mets, and I forget who they played. I didn't. I don't remember who they played, but they clinched the division. And I went with your father, my father, and grandpa. And we sat out in the outfield, and I remember being outside, and like I remember certain things about it. But I was only six, seven, six, 7 years old. Yeah. But so I bet he, I bet and that and you kid probably remembers. don't remember two other things that happened that whole year. No, no. But I don't. you remember that yeah,
2: absolutely, and it's you know very. It's a that's something that'll definitely get in you know ingrained in you, and, and you know being able to bring you know uh, go mm-hmm. with your father. That's a you know.
1: Now, what about um? Now how did you how did you decide to integrate baseball into with it? Because, you do, you kinda yeah, really kind of interlock them, and they're great. Relate.
2: Great Mets stories in there. You had talked about um, exactly. Game Five of the nineteen ninety nine NLCS, which you said the fifteen in oh, game, Ventura uh, Grand Single. Yeah, you really talked about like you know pretty much how you know uh, you have to come together, and everybody has to be a part of it, and how you know raising a son or being a father isn't just you; it's about you know everybody being involved.
0: Yeah, you know that that game is my favorite game I ever went to. I mean, it was over five hours, pouring rain. You know, it was, it was John Rocker Braves Jones Braves, um, and I just I think of that game where it it took everybody on that roster. And as I was writing it, I went back to the box score. And I was like looking at all the players, and that Sean Dunston about to begin that inning. If you remember, like they oh, were, yeah. and it just I forget how many pitches it was, yeah. but just it just kind of foul off pitches is crazy. Um, and it just, it takes a village, you know And um, and so that's what was fun about this book Because I was able to think back to my favorite games And, you know, I, I think I could say this like I do not like the Yankees I hate the Yankees But I I refuse to use any Yankee anecdotes in the book I do have some Yankee quotes Like because Yogi Berra did so many of them And I think the Babe Ruth one um, But I, I, I Babe Ruth is a Red
1: Sox though you, It's a Red Sox quote that's Yeah, I guess <laughs> Um
0: but it was great, just because of like those moments um, and trying to make those connections and um, tell a story.
1: You, know? you were right though, because you say in there how it's not like basketball, and we're gonna we're gonna get into the basketball later about how like you know, we're gonna talk Durant and the whole thing's over with one player changes the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, in baseball, yeah. like you can't get the ball to a certain player when you want to because you know what it's is when you come up in the order
2: yeah you can yeah. go out and bet and get a, a scherzer all you want but
1: you're still only going to get him every fifth day he isn't going to change everything instantly and the ball's going to find you if you if you have the weak player out there the ball's going to find them they're hitting it to him yeah absolutely now, yeah now what um what what are your what, what are your other books as well you have you have other books right yeah i have one other book i, I wrote believe it we're related well first of all
2: we needed we needed this insight around a few years ago when we were about 20 something years old we could have really used that advice for Bob over here yeah,
0: uh, yeah the first one is helping people kind of find their life purpose um, I work with college students and so often I, I'm sitting with them and they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do with their lives and um, I developed this, this kind of a strategy of, of helping them recognize what their gifts are and um, Identify what they're passionate about and trying to to help them achieve that so that that was born out of Out of my work with students and my research and the book reads very different than this baseball book the book is um, More like a workbook sort of activities Um, It did really well, like I think it had a great impact on people and it still does Uh, But this baseball book is so much more personal Um, It was this was this book wrote itself. This was easy to write Compared
1: to the other one. yeah. And you know what? It's my kind of book, right? It's not like the NFL rule book where it's like you know, 300 yeah. pages. Well, you got
2: Bob because at least every few pages you have like a Mets story, and yeah. like, <laughs> you know, like, trust
1: me, yeah. And I like yeah. how you did like the innings, like the fourth, yeah, three, like, like, that, like that, that's clever. Now, what, um, tell us, tell us a little bit. Is Shay, is Shay into baseball? Like, I know, oh, I, yeah. like, does she, does she, is she starting to understand it because now she's what five years old, you said. Yes, yeah, she will be 6th in September Okay, so she's going to start going to school now Does she, she knows somewhat about baseball Because she's got, you got yeah, to have to sit there Yeah, you know um, It's interesting because she She did Little League this year She did T-ball
0: um, bored to death <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. bored to death uh, And she just She unfortunately takes care of me And, and her athletic abilities <laughs> so, Yeah, yeah uh, It was hard, I think to, He was an All-State, Jimmy
1: was All-State in everything no. Let me tell you, there's a reason. Why, there's
0: a reason, there's a reason why I write about sports there instead of playing sports. Yeah, there's a reason why I talk uh, about them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but she, she loves Pete Alonso. You know, she she's all into the Apple coming up. Um, to get her to watch an inning is hard. You oh, know, yeah. so I forget there was one. I don't know what game it was where Alonso had a it was Alonso's walk off, and I was screaming. And she could care less. <laughs> there was no, there was no desire. We got her in Lonzo jersey, so she loves that. We have the black ones that we match. Um, she's into it, you know. But it's into like the moments so, or like the, and when you go to a game, it's all about
2: the ice cream, the yeah, taste, because It's I, all that. Stuff. Now I think, missing, I think I'm the same way these
1: days. Yeah. Though, yeah so. <laughs> 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 now you're missing the game because you're online at the you know for the souvenir. So it's quiet no, I mean, have flat screens now. At least you're watching the game when
2: that happens. As yeah. opposed to in the past so you just like hear the roar yeah. from the one home <laughs> run that you missed and everybody else saw. So now let's well, you don't,
1: Okay, good, good. Other thing, you don't see a full
0: game though, with a kid. Like there's yeah. no those those days are over. If you're lucky if you see any of two.
1: Now Jim, um, it's, uh, Jimmy's like uh, cuz he's you know he's a lunatic Mets fan just like me and he, you're kind of like our cousin Jay. Jay works yeah. for ESPN. He's another lunatic sports fan, just like us. He he, he does it for a living. Surrounded by all women. <laughs> now does Sue Susie his wife Susie does she get does she get does she get sick and tired of it of the sports? Because Sarah, Sarah does to sometimes.
0: Up. She can tell us We watch most games where she's watching something on Netflix and I'm watching the game on my my computer on my phone. Okay. And right. they. She, she, now playoffs are different. Whenever we it's every seven years when we go. Like, yeah. then she's, she's into that because it's, it's intense. Um, but during the regular season, you know, and then the other thing is when we started dating, I, was, I watched football, but I wasn't crazy about it. And she dealt with the long baseball season because she knew when we got to the winter, like, there was nothing really going on. Uh, but I really got into football, um, especially with the Bills being, being better now. And she doesn't like that at all. <laughs> right on the <laughs> yeah. bandwagon. See, yeah. Same thing
1: with me, because I'll be like, well, it's playoffs. And she's like, and my and Sarah will be like, it's always playoffs and <laughs> something. Yeah. And it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. But at least now it's it's much easier when someone can have their iPad or watch it on something else. Or you can yeah. watch the game on your phone, whereas it used to be the TV's taken over by the Mets game between 7 and 10 every night or, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan. Uh, I'm not a big hockey guy, but I love playoff hockey. So I was into that Ranger run. I was, I bit my nails off watching those games. Uh, and so it was like non-stop sports, you know. Yeah. Like especially yeah. with co- you know, in COVID, we didn't have much of this stuff. So um, it was I think she forgot a little bit of how crazy it could be. Yeah, uh, and the Mets, and the Mets are good, so we're going to be watching them all season. Yes, yeah, they're not some ready years for years.
2: this. See, they're not. They don't no. realize. <laughs> they don't. They think they know all these Met fan wives. They think they want the Mets all to the be good. All the families think they're like they're like no, but they've been showing up to every event forever. <laughs> yeah. They're always yeah. there.
1: They're never going to miss yeah. anything in October. Good luck. And by and by the way, the the, the I like I don't I'm not a big hockey fan, but I love playoff hockey. Is a cop out answer. No, nope, and both of you, both of you, uh, yeah. yeah. Because it just is. Because everybody yeah. loves play- playoff hockey. Did yeah. you watch? Did you watch the finals? No. So th- you don't, don't like reason. playoff hockey. You like the no, Rangers like making a run. Yeah, exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Brett didn't watch the finals either. I can oh, yeah. guarantee it. I was sitting there. I was like, really, oh. really odd. People, I was people all who like, exciting things. <laughs> I was all up about this icing call at the last end of the at the end of the game. Like and Jay's like that. Oh, too. Could- Jay's a lunatic too.
0: Yeah, I could care less about that. No. I mean, once the Rangers lost, I was like, all right, now I can go back to yeah. watching my Netflix. That's, <laughs> that's why it's a cop-out
1: answer, because neither of you like playoff hockey. No,
0: but here's the, <laughs> here's the reason. Put a Ranger game on in January, I could care less. Yep. Okay. I can't watch. I
1: could, I could care less. Yeah, exactly. Playoff time is different. So now let's, um, oh, wait, wait, before, before we get this, um, I noticed, and I, I don't know why, I don't, I mean, you, you didn't mention your father that much in this book. A little bit, but not that uh, his fan is he a Mets fan? Is he a Yankees fan? I know, him, I know him as a as a, he's both. He's a both fan. Oh, really? It's he's a, a New York I, fan.
2: Oh, it's kind I of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's calling in tonight.
0: He's trying to figure it out. So you might surprise you, like you know, Santa Claus. Just what, his, to the midnight. His computer and <laughs> his
1: uh, consumer cellular. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> his father is somebody who's a he's fair weather, okay, and my father's the same way my father, and they're, they're not like big fans of either one, how we became Mets fans I guess, I don't know how that happened but like his father, my Uncle Jimmy, he, he'll be, oh I yeah, like the he'll, I think he also just likes to give me and you a hard time about it no, the Mets I think always he, stink.
0: He, right he truly believes that he, they're both New York teams and he roots for the home team, so if the Mets and Yankees play each other, he'll root for them and it, it, it depending on who's the home team. So like great. when they had those when they had those double headers like back in the day, like West State Stadium and, and uh, Yankee Stadium, he would root for different teams. That's and great. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Team. yeah.
1: And like I think I'm gonna go on Monday, the fourth of July, when I see him, he's gonna be a Mets fan because the Mets are good this year. The Yankees are really good, better almost better than the Mets. No, I don't think he will. No? I
0: think he will he'll be rooting for both teams and if in the World Series he'll root I don't I don't know, you should ask him. Uh he's hedging I, he's, his bets. It's I gotta good. tell you, he's he's not a happy campus tonight because he <laughs> he's messed on Apple TV and he's like, yep. we're Amazon, and but that got rained out. Well, that's but He it. was like, I, he was like, I can't watch. He didn't have any of that access, and he was not happy tonight. I there he goes. He's
1: got. It's and, and, and the next night. You don't want to watch and on he,
2: Apple TV with those announcers anyway. I know.
1: that's horrible. Not even worth. Horrible. It. I didn't think the girl was that bad. Now she you was not. She wasn't. Now are you somebody not. who? Do you now? I don't. I don't want any part of the subways. Do you want a subway series? No, 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 no. I I don't want. I want all the attention myself. I don't want to deal with the Yankees getting. Yeah, I, love, I can happiness. see that. That's
2: a good. That's definitely the point. Yeah,
1: but it's also it's also too risky. I, I can't risk another one. I can't lose. We can't lose another. Uh, one. A whole year like that would be so rough. See, that
2: doesn't bother. Losing to
0: the Yankees or losing to the Astros, they both bother me. I, I need. Here is what I need. I'm. I'm going to be forty this November. I pray I have another forty years. Do you think I see the Mexican World Series in the next... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. You do? Yeah. I have no confidence in that. Zero. No,
2: I, I do. No because I think that, like, this is, like, phase one. And, like, they really are prepared to just go to that next level. And you know what? Normally, when you look at the guys who should be coming up, the Francisco Alvarez, who's, you know, uh, on the edge of being in the majors. He would be in the majors if he wasn't a catcher. Um, you, you know, they... They have what's coming, you know. They they really do. Even if it's not this year, um, they they're going to be right there competing with the Dodgers in the NLCS the next couple of years.
1: Or they could be the Nets. Well, they're
2: not. They're not going <laughs> to be the same. Let me tell you, some of these guys are going this year. There's a bunch of these guys who aren't going to be here even by the end of the year. You know, the Mets might not even look exactly uh, exactly the same. And you know, the Dom Smiths and the guys who. You know, aren't producing? Might be. See you later. Well, I
1: mean, today today is actually um, today is Bobby Bonilla day. Uh, it is, and you, and you know what? The thing with Bobby Bonilla, actually, I'll bring this up now to you to, to you two while you're on with us, Jimmy. Everybody makes fun of the Bobby Bonilla deal. Now here's other here's some other deals that were going that are also going on. Ken Griffey Jr. got paid three point seven million from the Reds this year. Okay. Okay. So that makes him one of the highest paid players on the Reds, right? <laughs> I mean, probably okay, <laughs> probably today, to, to uh, most yeah. productive, most productive, too. Yeah, yeah, today. Uh, the Bruce Sutter, 35 years ago, today signed a nine million dollar deal. He didn't collect any of the nine million, he collected for 35 years, he collected just the interest. Today, the Braves finished paying it, paid him nine million. <clears throat> nice, nice, wow. and Manny Ramirez is still getting paid by the Red Sox. So, everybody likes to, you know, dump on the Mets and then Bobby Bonilla Day and this and that. I think that's a good deal by the Mets. They collected interest on all this money this whole time.
0: The
2: one good yeah. thing that uh, Wilpons did. They didn't. They paid they, their debts. They, saved, they
0: saved money by doing it that way. I think the issue with Bobby Bonilla was such a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> He was a yeah, bad yeah. player. Yeah. He was you on know, bad just,
1: teams. Those are bad teams. Yeah, Those are bad teams. And,
0: we, and we had him twice. You know, and that was... I just think he it's him like if that was it got to alfonso people would be like yeah, I'd say the man you know yeah it was because of who it was and he just was such a, a unlikable
1: guy now give us your thoughts on keith Hernandez. does he does shit are you glad uh, you have,
0: when i heard they were retiring it i cried i love keith Hernandez. Oh, he was really? my first good he was my first love as a mess man so
1: you know, I, have I, you I, he, ever met him I saw him in an elevator at Chase Cusby. And he's a jerk. You know he's a jerk. Hey, he was he not to me. He smiled. Because he was a jerk. He ran away from me in Florida. He ran away. People,
0: I, I don't blame him for That's
1: running great. away from me. Yeah. You. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but you know why I wouldn't run away? Because for this very, I don't want this conversation happening about me. Oh, Walters? Yeah, he's a jerk. And I tell everybody that. And people, a lot of people are like, oh, I, uh, he was a jerk too, too to me. I love him, and I hate the fact that I know he's a jerk. So. I don't know people jerk i don't I don't know yeah. people. I like, think of as celebrities. they have so many people bothering them. He's in
0: Seinfeld, so he's got that. Yeah, but you know what he's like? You know
1: what he's like? He's like if at work, if I get stuck for overtime, I'm pissed. I'm like, oh Jesus. He's that way when it goes into extra innings. Oh great extra innings. That's what we we love
2: about him is how genuine he is about all of those things. He thinks the same way that you would think sitting and thinking, like, listen, I'd love to see a twelfth
1: inning walk off home run, but we gotta sit here for an hour to get there like right now. See, I wanna be like the little kid. I wanna remember Keith Hernandez sitting in the in the dugout smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forget it. So uh, I love the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, he was a great player, but uh, I'm not going to his retirement. I will be at all timers day. So tell uh, tell everybody where, where we can get the book. We got it held up here to the camera. Tell everybody where we get the book, Jimmy.
0: Yeah, the best thing to do is go to Amazon. Just put in the search "Walters Batter Up." It'll pop up. Um, you know, you get it a couple of days, the next day, whatever your, your deal is. And, uh, please leave a review. Those reviews help with the ranking of the book and getting people to, to see more of it. I'm um, doing a lot of good practice. I'm grateful to be here with you guys to talk about it. And, uh, you know, it's, a, it's as you guys said before, it's a great book for people who love baseball. Uh, certainly dads, who want to be dads, people who don't know their dads.
1: You know, whoever yeah, it yeah, is.
0: But anyway, I mean, I think there are people I know who read it who are, aren't fathers, aren't called to that. And, and they, they, they connect it with their own father figures. Maybe their dad's not, like, the, the best person in the world. But there's other people, other coaches. Uncles, you know people who've been father figures to them, um, so they make those connections.
1: Yeah, it was good. I, I actually, I like, I enjoyed it. It only took me like two weeks to read it, and it's like a hundred pages. <laughs> you <laughs> and, know, what's, what's crazy.
0: I I wrote that book in over a year and a half ago, and then you spent all this time editing it. It's an editor who works with you, and I I didn't realize how small it was. Honestly, like I yeah, you it, thought you were like, oh my god, this is gonna be like a four hundred page book. So much. It's so much work, and yeah. then you like. Oh, it's kind of light, you know. And then people are like, oh, I read it in a day. I read it in a couple hours. And and then I think that's good. I think it it it, it gets read, and it's just a compliment that people are finishing the book. Um, but it's it, it's so crazy as a writer because you put all this time into it, and it's this little thing, you
1: know. Yeah, but, but, it's, your but work. I, it's your work. I do. It. I love it. I, it. I didn't find any any uh, plagiarism issues, and, and, and I mean, I didn't find anything. <laughs> And I, there were no quotes for me I didn't get quoted I didn't get interviewed but you do have you, I thought we had a star-studded lineup with our show here with, you know, with stuff that we got Bobby Valentine Gil Hodges Jr. Uh, can I, Ed Cole Ed Randall Ed Randall, that's, that's Ed Randall. can I tell you
0: Ed Randall the nicest guy I've met he he sounds Ed like Cole it. Ed Cole's at four he's the athletic director he connected me with, with Ed Randall through the Fordham Connection. This guy was thanking me for asking him. I was like, you, you're crazy. Wow, like, you he like. just was the, the heart of gold. Uh, Bobby Valentine, can I tell you how I, how I got his endorsement? Wow. I, I emailed him and he writes back, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then I <laughs> I reached out to the publisher and I'm like, do you think this really is him? Is this like a scam? And we, we did some work on it and it was him. And he just, again, as you think of leading your legends and meeting your heroes, because Bobby Ballantyne is my favorite manager of all time. Of course. like I, I love Bobby Ballantyne.
1: Ed Randall ah. is like, I. If, if I was comparing Ed Randall to another person on radio, I would say compare him to, like, if I was describing him to a female, I'd say he's Delilah of baseball radio. <laughs> That's really good. You're right. Right? You're right. Delilah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. his name's Jimmy Walters. The book is Batter Up, Answering the Call of Faith and Fatherhood. Jimmy, I will see you sat- uh, Monday at grandma's yeah. birthday. Thanks for Thanks coming for being on. on. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And, uh, the check, it. the check's in the mail. Yeah, I'll, I'll look for it. <laughs> all, right, all right, Jimmy. Thank you. See you Monday. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right. How about that? That was Jimmy Walters, author of Batter Up, Answering the Call of Faith and Fatherhood. Wow. Uh, how about that? Uh, I think we see where all the good genes went. Yeah. I mean, come on. He's right. He said, he, you know yeah. what he said? Well, you know, I had to, I had nothing to do, so I wrote a book. Yeah. I wish I could do that.
2: Bob, it took you longer to read the
1: book than it took him to write the book. Because I, I like to soak it in. I like to soak, soak the book in. When I read books, yeah. I, I, only, I only read select few books. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, when you read a book, you have two books. You have that and the Thesaurus next to you, so that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like to listen to it. Listen to the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so Yankees got rained out today. Mets were winners. Uh, Peterson. Peterson pitched well tonight, Brett. He went. He nice. went six innings. Yeah. He it for the I believe the seventh time in his career. I heard it was uh, ten strikeouts. Yeah. You know, he kind of scattered the three runs that that last run they got, him. Yep. and then Diaz again came in, looked good, and I don't know what he was doing with Diaz the other day against Houston because I think that was a game they really didn't need to win, but it would have been nice <laughs> to win and to bring him in in the eighth and then not pitch him in the ninth. Well, that's what he, it, it, he doesn't pitch two innings. Like Diaz
2: is, I don't know if he just doesn't feel right. He can't do it. Like he he just now hasn't done it in his
1: career. I feel like it's going to be it's setting up for a disaster. But to bring in him in
2: and, to bring him in in the eighth to face. What he's, what he's the doing of the is order. to face the heart of the order. But depending on how hard of an inning you have, you got to bring him out. I know there was a, a delay in between innings. Yeah, with the injury. But also, like, the Mets... They haven't really proven. You have to have a sense of urgency. See, there's a big problem with going up early and winning as 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 many games as they did and being such a lead where you become complacent about certain things. And you have to realize that each game matters so much. And there's a point where that one game that you could have had him pitch that second, they're looking at, it, let's wait, let's save him. Let's save them. They're doing the same thing with Scherzer and DeGrom and now with McGill and with everybody else. are going, no, no, no. It's going to be fine. We're going to need them later in the season. Later in the season. Meanwhile, you got the Braves chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Braves don't lose. But they're, playing, they're learning how to play better baseball. The Mets played hot baseball early.
1: Yeah, yeah, with May- good well,
2: pitching and all the other stuff, and we're I'm all saying. relying on no, 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 no. But this is us without Scherzer and Degrom. No, no, no. But this is us without everybody. No, no this is us with our op- with our offense going full tilt, doing great. Yes, the last few weeks, not as much.
1: Yeah, no, not as much as is them and tonight. This same same thing. Is them. What, tonight. What, was a dead offense too. What? They got the, the three run homer. Yep, and they and they, you know, the other day they, they did score a run the other day. Help is on the way. Yep. Scherzer Tuesday is he scheduled to start Tuesday? DeGrom is make is uh, scheduled for a rehab start. Saint I believe that's what talking. Yeah. Uh, listen, that I, we'll I, see. I believe it when I see it. I we'll believe it see. when I see it. I, I my a buddy of mine said, watch these two never pitch in the same rotation. This could this could turn out to be something like that. We that could, I,
2: it could, yeah. I mean, it would be so Mets. Do you know you know Scherzer in all of his time? Like he's had a lot of rehab start. He, he's never done rehab starts. He's never went down and rehabbed. You know that he always just starts in the majors.
1: Yeah, I, listen, I, I, I know the guy is. A, we know a, he's, he's a total freak. freak. He's, a we freak. Know that. he's a freak. that. Yes. yeah.
2: But I'm just saying, like, the last time he went, he, that's why he was so mad. Did you hear what he said about being a rumble pony? Went down there? Down yeah. in the
1: minors? He bought the whole team a big spread after the no, dinner. No, but he,
2: his interview after the game.
1: He was no, like. No, I didn't see I didn't see oh,
2: it. Oh, really? They were like, they're like, oh, I'm, you know, and how'd you do? And blah, blah. I was like, yeah, oh, this is great. It's great. He's like, I don't want to
1: be a rumble pony. <laughs> he's like, I don't
2: want to be around. He's a clone. lunatic. He's one of those and guys like, that like don't like, go yeah, talk yeah. to him on his day on the day before he like, pitches. This is, this is great, but oh yeah, no. Did you even better? Did you see him when there was a guy at? At City Field, and he's um getting ready to throw out the first pitch, and oh, yeah, Scherzer. Yeah, yeah. Scherzer's getting ready, and and the and Scherzer won't give up the mound. Yeah, and he won't, and the guy never threw the first pitch. But he didn't, they didn't do oh, the first he
1: pitch. He didn't realize
2: he was there because he's so focused. No, no, but that guy, no, there's no way you didn't know. The guy yeah, was like yeah. pacing around yeah. him <laughs> with the ball. They have a they have a photographer out there. He all he has to do is move a little bit out of the way so the guy can get in front of the. Nope not coming off get off the mound that's my mound and that
1: it was so good And Ron I, was ripping him up on the broadcast and i think and like listen i think they, the mets are, the mets are okay i'm happy with the mets go, the way they are going. they got a they got to lead the division but they had a 10 game lead now it's down to what what is it three? 3 3 3 and what the mets did is the mets beat up on the division the mets have beat up on this yeah. division they really haven't played atlanta much right what they one series maybe yeah. two series yeah. And again, they're just over 500 outside the division. And when they play teams like the top echelon teams, like Houston, now they've lost four in a row in consecutive weeks to Houston. Yeah, they're not playing good versus good pitching. When good pitching shows up, which you have to realize
2: is that's going to be every game when it matters. Yes. that When it matters, it's going to be good pitching every game. So it's, it's one thing great. You're going to be a great Hundred win ball club or ninety something win ball club. If you go out and beat up on all the bad teams, that's great. I'll tell you. But what. if you have to go face the real, real rotations day in and day out when they're actually going full tilt, it's going to be a hard go if you're not used to it. I think they're better than that. I think they can hit those guys. I think that they are good players, but they need someone else to step up. They're going to need a bat at the deadline, whether it be Trey Mancini from from the Orioles. I'd rather whether a it be ball the May- well, well, Trey Mancini's not going to cost you. More. But yeah, no, listen, he, gonna, he's <laughs> a rental. He's a rental. You are going to have a mid-level guy yeah. go out. It's not going to be a big deal. Um,
1: and you can go pick apart. You know the the the, the Reds, the Cubs are out. Oh, of yeah. it. there is a lot of the teams. A's, that, the A's, the A's be, have another no, one. The A's don't have anybody. The A's got rid of everybody already. The yeah, A's don't barely have a major league team. Well. Now they have. I think also you are getting Degrom back. You you are getting Scherzer back. Those are kind of like because Scherzer last year he said. That he got tired, his arm got tired in the playoffs. Now, yeah. what happened is, is this year this injury is going to be a, a godsend for him, yeah. Because now he missed a bunch of starts. His arm is rested. He's going to come back. He's going to be fine. Yeah, and, I and think he, so too. And and I think he's not going to tire. And I'll tell you what's going to be a great series that the Yankees A's, uh, the Yankees A's, Yankees Astros ALCS. They play. They play a hell of games. I, I watched that yeah. game the other day. Two one. How ridiculous was it? First of all, that on two days ago. The uh, Astros are in Flushing, Yankees are in the Bronx. They both play day games. Then they have to both fly to Houston to play <laughs> one game in the afternoon, and then they both and then Houston stays home, and the Yankees have to go to Cleveland against the Guardians. But they got tonight off. doubleheaded tomorrow. That's a that's awful. Uh, the other big Unpacking news. Unpacking your
2: stuff. I feel bad, but no, that, that stinks for. All the people yeah, that are part of like the, the clubhouse manager, you gotta pack everything up, fly it to Houston for one game, and the game's over, and
1: it's like, okay, pack. Usually you have two to three days. People are making that out to be a big game for the Yankees. Uh, come on. There's no,
2: So come that's on. the thing. Even for the Mets, we talked about that earlier. Like there was big games when they were up by ten games. There's not a big game like now. The Mets can have big games because they're it's down to three games. If you go play the Braves right yes, now yes. and it's two out of three, and you go win that last but game
1: or whatever, one of the, that's hottest, bigger one of the hottest teams in the big leagues right now are the Red Sox. Red Sox aren't losing either. The problem is the Yankees don't lose, so they can't make up any yeah. ground. Yeah. Now, now the, the Mets the Mets had a horrible month. The reason the Braves half of the reason
2: the Braves played a great month. We know that. Yeah. Braves didn't lose. The Mets lose. Were, the were 13 and 12. Yeah, that, okay, that's not a that's that's, not a, good that's not a good month. No, that's no, not, not a good month team, for a team. A, no, it's and that's who they are right now. We can say whatever we want. That's a long span to talk about baseball. That is the team the Mets are right now. Is a thirteen and twelve baseball team. They are proving it even tonight in their game. That's a game where you got to win by five runs. Yeah, Texas
1: lost well, at least a run, at least a run and a half. Right, run and a half. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. Well, first of all, me and Bob, the Mets might have won tonight, but me and Bob lost a run and a half bet separately without even knowing it. They hit shows at least a run and a half. Like, oh, I got him. He's like, he's like, I got him. I got him in a run and a half, and they were up by two at the time. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh great. So do I. I knew my bet was totally mushed at
1: that point. They, um, when Bob
2: walked in my door. Was like I got it at one and a Tech,
1: half. The the Rangers lost totally hundred, like hundred and nine games last year, hundred and two <laughs> games, something like that. The Yankees now are, and the they were terrible teams. So you got to beat that team. They're just under five hundred this year. The Yankees are on the ninety eight Yankees pace. They on the exact same pace. I believe it's the exact same record. Ninety eight Yankees. So yeah, it, listen. Need uh, to say? It's a disaster now. It's, yeah, they, but you they, know what? The Mets. The Mets are on.
2: They're not. A, they're they're on that pace. They're above. First of all, they're. What was it? The 2015. They're at a pace <laughs> above 2015. they like I said though.
1: What are they? are not on the 86. I don't want to hear about
2: the it. The 86 pace. That's who you want. So now we got. Um,
1: they're all making the playoffs. Just a reminder, everybody, stick around. Stick around to the end of the show tonight. We have a big announcement at the end of the show. We're yep. gonna announce it. Uh, big and big locked up sports breaking news announcement. Yep. But the other big news this week was. Basketball. NBA stealing the headlines, especially here with the uh, free agency. The second it opened up the free agency, within hours, you had Kevin Durant asking for a trade. trade. You had the Knicks finally getting themselves a point guard. Yep. Now, I don't think uh, Jalen Brunson, he's a Villanova guy. He won some titles there. He's coming back to the Northeast, so he's a Northeast guy. It, it's not, listen, it's not. Well, he's a two or a three on a championship team. Well, he's the coach's son. <laughs> His father's now. You know they signed the father first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, they they were
2: like, your, your, "Your dad's the coach. We're gonna need you to come play here."
1: Yeah, but Durant here's, doesn't go anywhere without Kyrie. Here's,
2: here's one hundred and ten million dollars.
1: I mean, I'm not. I'm not somebody who gets all bent that shape about the money and the, and, and everything with with the, even with the salary cap. Listen, you're gonna have to pay these. Pay him. Jalen Brunson's a good point guard. I, that's what i would say. He's a yeah. good point guard. He's not great. No, the whole thing. It's not about the money. Guard.
2: No, it's not about the money. It's about that the salary caps are tough in basketball. So when you when you have a team like the Knicks, when you sign a Jalen Brunson, you're saying it's Jalen Brunson. You can't go out and be like, oh, we're going to go sign another Max guy at well, $250 here, million no, without I, having the other eight guys on the bench go out. Why do you think the Nets are going away right now? Why do you think Durant's leaving, and why do you think Kyrie's going to get traded? Because you can when, when Kyrie signed that deal, and Durant's there, and you have Simmons, all right? They didn't have any money for anybody else. No, I know. They had nothing left. They had no bench, and there was no chance of them winning a championship with the money left over in the bench that they had. now
1: Well, here's what the with the Knicks. Here's what the Knicks are hoping now. The Knicks are banking on the fact that they did this. They got themselves a point guard. They're banking now on RJ Barrett. RJ hey, no, Barrett R- is going to be the Barrett's guy. The,
2: the one. He's the guy. No, no, no. This like Jalen Brunson's coming and signing this max deal. He's going to make more money than RJ Barrett because that's just how it works. But yeah, RJ, R.J. Barrett's I get the guy. Contract. Yeah, no, you know, the guy. Well, he's got to play himself to that country. He's there. He's right now on pace to go get his you know rookie max deal um, when it comes about. But no, it's going to be
1: you know. But uh, that's what the, that's the Knicks hope now. Because forget about going. Listen, forget about going out and getting this guy, that guy. The Knicks are banking on RJ Barrett being one, the number one. Yeah, and Brunson being the point guard running the show the at number they're two. Him, yeah. I don't see it nope, happening. No,
2: Mitchell Robinson's back. That's the biggest signing. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the biggest signing for the Knicks this week. You are. Four-year see- deal, 60 million bucks for Mitchell Robinson. Double double every day of the week. Guess what? Even if they lose next year, just bet that Mitchell Robinson has a double double. You'll make a few bucks, and you can be a little bit happier about the Knicks
1: not making the playoffs. Listen, Knicks are now you're all over this Mitchell. Love Ever since it. I walked I through it. your door, you're it's like Mitchell best, Robinson, Mitchell best, Robinson. Best you're value all over deal it. given today. You know, know you're talking
2: about all these max deals for guys who aren't whatever. Let me tell you. That's a good deal. Uh, the Knicks
1: right now. To next the year, the Knicks was, are seven and eighteen. He was the best
2: player on the court for the Knicks last year.
1: And then on the in another borough here in New York City, the New York Nets, New York Nets, the Brooklyn Nets dynasty has Hold come on. to an end. Three Can't years, believe it. zero rings, one playoff victory, one foot on the line, and so tough. I mean, listen, uh, uh, Durant, you know what? Give me a break, Durant. Durant no. now, he's, uh, and he's a great player, but yeah. this is, hurts his legacy because as soon as things get tough, he's out of town. Yeah. I want out. And the team, The worst part is, is Do the get- teams he wants to go to or the teams talked about going, he's going to. The Suns. Yeah. Like, he, come on. The Heat. They're talking up, and those teams have to get fully
2: broken up. The Suns won 65 games last year. You're you going to get put go, the rant on you know, that team? Do you know what they're going to have to pay and to, to trade and the number of picks? You look today, and you had the Utah Jazz go and trade uh, Rudy Gobert over to the Timberwolves. And that one cost them, uh, the Timberwolves sent back Malik Beasley, uh, Patrick Beverly, five first-round picks. Yep. Five first-round picks, and that's... Listen, that is a a ton. And listen, Rudy Gobert is good. The guy's two time Defensive Player yes, of the Year. Yes, Rudy good. He, he was having big problems uh, with Donovan Mitchell over in Utah, and that's great. In Utah, they're talking they might be breaking up that whole team, and that's a whole yeah, other story. Maybe, but now, but this is now. If that's the if that's the going rate for Rudy Gobert, what do you get for Kevin Durant?
1: Yeah, but you could lowball the Nets with Durant because they have to move Durant. Durant and has du- said, "I want to. I want to trade."
2: That don't no. Tevin Durant's playing basketball. He's got nothing else to do in this world, and he's only got a couple years left in his peak. He ain't going anywhere
1: if he, does, if he doesn't. So, what do you think he's going to play for the Nets?
2: No, I think that there's every. Half so of so the they already get rid of them. No, half of the teams it is a competition. You're, you're talking about Kevin Durant. You're talking about the biggest trade in the history of the NBA. That's what they said when he came to the Nets, and what what it happened? It wasn't a trade. It, I'm talking. This is a trade. There is an availability of a guy who's never been available at any level like this. Nobody even close. And you're telling me half of the league already checked in and said we'll give you. This. Oh, as far as the
1: trade, I was going to say LeBron, but you're right. As far no, as the trade, trade
2: but- the only comparable trade is when Kareem
1: went. Over to the Lakers, and that was the closest thing. There's nothing else. He you know close. what it's like. It's, it's like when the um, when the Cowboys traded Tony Dorsett. Just um, like, just got, like that. And, and if you look at it like, like that, they traded. They, it is. It's like no, Tony. Know, Dors- they know. traded Tony Dorsett was the top top player I'm in the league, right. and when they traded him, they got a boatload of picks back, and they got a bunch of players, yeah. a couple of players. and the players turned out to be nothing. The picks, yep. I think one of them was like Emmett Smith. It no, turned out to be it. the foundation of the. 90s Cowboys teams that won Super Bowls. If you're, you know. So the Nets could, could, this could work out for the Nets. You got to reset. The Nets had to reset anyway. Listen, Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie is too wrapped up in everything else going on in the world. Uh, ben Simmons is, I mean, I, they traded, fuck, is this, it, they traded, um, Pardon for basically a yeah. bag of
2: balls. Well, there's another guy. and He opted out. He he actually did not opt into his contract to give the 76ers a better deal. Yeah,
1: big shock there. Big shock. I saw that coming. listen, well, he's not well, going to play know, in Seven. Well,
2: last year he, you know, you know, the Nets offered him last year over two hundred million. You know that they offered him almost the max contract. They offered him like over two hundred million. He said, "No thanks. I'll take my two fifty-one, yeah. which was the number. I'll take two fifty-one next year." And it ends up costing them
1: whatever. It he's costs a them. he's a team obliterator. He he. Yeah. I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want him near, anywhere near my team. Well, he gave some money back this year. Just give him a little credit. I wouldn't he want him. Some, he gave some money back so they can
2: make a better team. He could have actually opted in and kept his money, and, and they he wouldn't should,
1: have been able to win. He could care less if he wins. No, I don't believe that. He could care less. And you know what? Durant, Durant too. I like Durant. I was never on Durant, but now I'm on Durant because he already got his championship. So it's not like, oh, I, I want to go to the Suns now. It's towards the twilight of my career. I want to get a championship. No, no, no. you already won the championship. Now you're building your legacy. He's an all-time great, Durant. Do, do you know where his best fit would be?
2: Do you know where the guy who? Do you know the place who has? Don't even say. No, listen. Do you know who has the most money available for him? Has the players they would want and has picks that would that has to do it? And you know where it is? Don't say the Knicks. Nope. Golden State Warriors. Yeah, but that's another. Don't go to no, Golden State. He can't go to Golden State. It would be the entire his. Well, he would be laughed at. <laughs> he the can't go back to Golden. No, he State. would be laughed at the rest of his career He's- if he went back, and, and that's how he
1: had to go back. To win the championship, Listen, he, he can't. First of all, he can't go. But he, he's gonna He's. It's a knock on him if he goes to Phoenix. Uh, I love it. If he goes to any of these top teams, it's a knock on him because go somewhere and win the title yourself. Phoenix won sixty five games. Yeah, Kevin Durant. Of and course they're lot. gonna be. Listen, of course they're gonna probably win the title. You want to get fired as a GM?
2: Bring Kevin Durant in. Break up your whole team. Be, be the Heat. Keep Jimmy Butler. Get rid of everybody else. It's Jimmy Butler and Kevin Durant. But don't win a championship. You're gone. You just lose your job right away, like because they have all these teams are championship contenders, Brett, and they're you, looking you, to break them up to bring in one guy, and then you can't afford to have you know the bench
1: players. Brett's a closet Heat fan, huge Heat fan. You've been a closet Heat fan since since, since the playoffs this year, but uh, but I mean, well, yeah, what are you breaking them up now for
2: Durant? <laughs> breaking <laughs> them going up. after Durant. Bam, Bam is out of here, bringing his
1: talents my down man, to Miami. Bam, Bam.
2: yeah Now I listen. You know now, LeBron's over here trying to orchestrate something. You know he's on the phone every night trying to get Russell Westbrook so far away from him and either Kevin Durant or Kyrie over. And it might happen. Kyrie might end up in L.A. Russell Westbrook is a no, nightmare. He's going Kyrie going?
1: Yeah, I heard Kyrie might go back to L.A. too. But, but no,
2: He was already playing with LeBron. No, oh, it ain't going to. No, it's, I, I love it because it's going to be such a mess and it's not going to work out. Oh. That's what I want.
1: Especially no. with with what's this, with, uh, uh What's his name? Who were you just talking about with the for the Lakers? That's terrible now. Oh, um, uh, which one? Uh, Westbrook. 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 Yeah, Westbrook. And one I don't Davis. I They're all terrible. Andy Davis is another way. I They're n- all I n- Andy Davis is not a big game player at all. He's never. He's a good. He's a very good player. He's almost yep. borderline great player. Yep. But in a big spot. Anthony Davis falls flat on his feet every yeah. single time. Every single time. He is not a winner. Anthony Davis will never. I guess he, he already got his title, but that was a COVID title, right? COVID title. COVID title doesn't, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Remember, the Islanders went to the. No, uh, half the guys in the league didn't even play finals. that
2: year. It's the only reason LeBron got his last one. The Montreal Canadiens went to the from your Stanley whole Cup LeBron's finals. LeBron's the best in the world thing.
1: Following COVID. year was the worst team in the, in the NHL. Stanley Cup finals, COVID year. Following year, worst team in the NHL. Yep, and and Westbrook is trash. Westbrook is finished. He's getting killed. He's getting into fights now with what? Like uh, he's getting into fights with like uh, Jim Rome and stuff on 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 Twitter.
2: Forty eight million this year. Yeah, forty eight million. Just signed in. These basketball players there. make big money. I mean, imagine they, they, those money. Imagine are, being the worst player in basketball, and they pay you forty eight million.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He could have, they, What they needed to do at the end of the season, what they didn't do, because he was getting slaughtered. He was getting booed at home. He was getting killed by the media. He was getting killed online. They needed to make – not start him. Start him on the bench because then you come off the bench and you kind of get the crowd you – know, you're a bench player. The crowd will get behind you a little bit. You hit a couple shots – but as a starter, he was just bricking the ball, he was turning it over. He was, he was showing up to the press conferences in these ridiculous outfits, Love making ridiculous comments, yeah. fighting with the press. You can't win that fight. Yeah. You can't win against the fans, you can't Listen, win against the press. You don't. It, and it's th- been this, downhill since. It, this, it is not a sport where
2: oh, it's not a sport where your talent is going to save you. Um it, 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 you have to put in the effort. You have to go on and every day you think Russell Westbrook's waking up and shooting free throws this morning? That's what you think Russell Westbrook's doing?
1: No, I don't. I don't.
2: But I no. think Durant is. You think Harden's doing that? No, I don't. No. That's they're what at the I club. And Harden
1: don't no, care. They're at the
2: club and the moment that happens you never sign up a guy a guy like that onto your team. Yeah, it, that let me tell you, there's too many talented 25 year olds out there that are willing to work every day and actually play hard and aren't going to cost you 50 million a year that can play better basketball than James Harden or
1: Russell West. But in defense of the Lakers, they actually they didn't sign like like the Lakers are usually these days. The last yeah. couple of years, They this signing 33 year old, 35. Yeah, they didn't sign it. They have no geriatric signings this year. They they all went. I, I believe it was all under 25 years old. With their free agent and yeah, well, you, know, I, you know what the Lakers with the we don't need to see the Lakers. The Lakers all right. have won titles our whole lives and a lifetime before us was all Lakers too. It was Lakers Celtics? So I mean, how much how much time we got left here? About ten minutes? Yeah, a little over all ten right. minutes so left. Now, Tell tell me about because I didn't see it and what? tell me first about of all the live the live golf uh, tournament.
2: So so listen, where can a, I watch this? Is it so, on
1: TV? I, I have no
2: idea. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody's watching golf on. So why TV. are we talking? About why why why? Well. First of all, so it's the first uh, live golf tournament in the U.S. It's over in Portland. Um, you know, all your... So the Saudis invade U.S. So, well, I I knew it was a big deal that, you know, people were didn't want to be dealing with the Saudi stuff and all that stuff, but I didn't realize that, like, the 9-11 um, families of the 9-11 victims and, you know, all... Uh, they had a huge press conference right in front of the tournament, um, and they really ripped into... Phil Mickelson and every other guy pretty much, you know, uh, that joined the Saudi Golf League um, pretty much saying that the money that they're taking is the same—is taking it from money of uh, the people who orchestrated the 9-11 okay, attacks. Okay, so now I hate to be the and bad it,
1: guy, yeah, but give me a break with this, because you know what and I hate to, I, I don't want to bash 9-11 survivors or anything but don't tell me that you got a big problem with this don't look at how much stuff you buy that is either from Saudi money or made in Saudi, Saudi Arabia, or everything. So stop with the golf tournament, and you got a problem with the golf tournament. You got to hold press conferences outside the golf tournament. Well, you know, uh,
2: the people. This you have to realize everything. This isn't some okay. It's great. It's the the their own golf league. Everything in Saudi Arabia is run by. Their government. It's not some independent person from Saudi Arabia oh, who was like they got a capitalist king. that was like, let's decide to make up this golf thing. And it's being, you know, the same people. And it hasn't changed since then. You have to realize the same family is making the decisions who funded and did those things, who's funding this. And that's the way they look at it. Yeah, but how can that's that's not the way protesting? the families are looking at it. They're looking at it as you guys have choices in this world. And your choices are... Between, whether it be the PGA Tour, to go make money, and we understand they're offering you more money. Do you have any principles? Do you have any ethics? Do you feel that way? They're not all Americans. You have to realize, all the guys on that tour are not Americans. But there's a very group of Americans on there.
1: But you know what they're doing? They're drawing attention to the thing that nobody cares about. Nobody watches. Nobody's watching the Live Golf Tournament, right? Nobody's watching the Live Golf Tournament, and... Now, because they're protesting it, they're drawing attention to something that nothing. No, would, you're right. Like, we we'll talk about it and stuff like well, that, but nobody really they, cares about the golf tournament. Honestly, they care about the money and the players going over there. And they, well, and they, and they care the about who won last week, Brett.
2: Oh, I, I have no idea. No idea. No, I, I don't have any idea. But I do know that this group of people has a That that part about it, it is important. Is that these people are trying to make a stick? The live golf tournament is trying to make their. Put their get their foothold in against the PGA. And these people are trying to fight it. Now, are them bringing more attention to it, making it better or worse? I don't know. They're trying to shame the golfers. They're trying to shame these golfers into leaving. And Phil came out and went out and had some type of, uh, you know, um, response to them. And, you know, saying that he empathizes with the families and all the other stuff and, you know, separates the two things. But, uh, again, these people. This is this is something that happened to them very personally. These are the people whose family members died in the, in the attacks, and they don't uh, believe in in anything that you know
1: should be part of that. I get, I mean, listen, and like I said, I hate that I even had to say like I'm against the no. 9-11 it's not families, like that. But,
2: It's but nobody's
1: against uh,
2: anything like that.
1: It's just, but don't. I mean. It, you, you. We all use Saudi products every day. I'm actually trying to look it up now. We don't all use Saudi products every day. Yeah,
2: you do. No, I've never. There's used a Saudi lot of companies that. Okay, no. Listen, yeah. listen. There's no, a lot I've of companies that
1: do business in Saudi Arabia. Is right. well, how I should put it. That you use and you yeah. buy from. I don't. I don't. I never have. You don't know that. I I check every
2: all my products.
1: The sh- the locked up sports shirt. I
2: nope. Saw. Nope. <laughs> You're it was. You have the woman's shirt. They wouldn't allow you to to make the woman's shirt. That Sarah made.
1: <laughs> she, she would. She wouldn't be allowed to make the shirts. Yeah. See. Well, nah. we, you know, we're going down a bad road here. But no. But
2: uh, well, on top of that, um, did you see that they're talking that? Um, so now, some of the PGA guys, they're the Ryder Cup, they're not letting them come in. They're like, Oh no, you can't accumulate points if you're over there.
1: So now they should the look for the ca- Saudi team. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a possibility now. Who won the Ryder Cup? So you, the U.S. It's Ryder the US Cup and it's the world and the Saudis. And Phil Mickelson is the captain. Oh, that's <laughs> The best part is how bad Phil is. Phil's terrible. Phil. And you know what? I'm getting sick of Phil because go away already. Why right? are they even like, I like Phil, yeah. but Phil's 15 years ago now. When was the last time that Phil won the major? What was that major that he won? The, uh, five, seven years ago, maybe. That was. That's it. That's yeah. his last one. Most golfers, when they do that, they they come and they have one last one. Yeah, but he, and he always he was had the guy that. who
2: blew it. He was the guy who always. Yes, he got his majors towards the end, but his whole career blew was it. was the guy who was in the lead. And blew it. Blew it. Like like
1: bad ble- like blew yep. bad big leads on final two holes yeah. of majors and couldn't win the big one. And then he finally won a couple. Let me tell you one of the biggest blow ups
2: I've ever seen was Sunday US Open two thousand four. Watching and I followed Phil for all eighteen holes. And to watch him he I, I remember we were all standing there, we all kept like we're at the hole and you know how you're like gonna run, right? Is he gonna make the easy two footer, you're already running to the next hole? cuz he's obviously going to make the two footer.
1: Do you like going to the golf tournaments? I didn't like yeah. it. I didn't like yeah. it. I went to the US no, Open. No, you can just go
2: sit under a tree yeah, and wait for the can't shot to watch come. It. What do
1: you mean? Like you're watching, you're, the wrong. you're not watching the whole tour. You're you're not
2: watching the tour. I didn't like it. You're wrong because you, you have to try this new phone stuff. You're sitting there, you watch the phone, the tournament's on. You're sitting there on the, under the tree, and the, you just sit on whatever hole, and everybody comes through you. And then towards the end of the day, you migrate to 16, 17, 18, and then you get the whole end of the day. So you are hanging all day under your tree. You are having your cocktails. You got the whole tournament on over here. And at the end of the day, you get the good holes and then all see, the. Yeah, I didn't come do in. that. I, we were
1: running around, and but yeah, no, because you guys, you know, oh, you know, because we'll, I went with uh, I, I bought it for my best man Ryan McGordy, I got tickets to the U.S. Open. But did you go with us? Yeah, you no did. No, no. I didn't go that year, and and he's somebody who's like, I just want to get close to the guys and see. We, we got we had a. Uh, you know, Rory right next to us. That was yeah, cool, well, it but I mean, as far as watching the to tournament, it, You could
2: not like it. Yeah, well, you can go try and follow a guy, or you can go sit on a hole, or you can go, go oh, we're going to go this one here, but some holes are great because you can go bounce back and forth 10 feet between the green or the tee box. So you can turn and be like, oh, I'm watching this guy, the approach shot, and then the next thing, the guy comes off, and he's on your tee box, you get to see his tee shot. and you know. I'd
1: rather watch it on TV. Now, something I do like going to, and I go to every year, U.S. Yeah. Open, tennis right now, we got Wimbledon going on, Yeah, Serena... Uh, See ya. She made it. Listen, it was her first match that she's played in a or first major that she's played in a, in a I guess it, a year, over a year, a year, year yeah. and a half, yeah. maybe something like that. Yeah. And she lost. She lost in the first round. Is that she, it? She was up five four third set. She couldn't finish it off. She got broke. She got and she ended up losing. I think seven six in a tie break in the final set. Tired. Is that it? No, I don't think that's it. I think we Serena still hasn't had her. Serena only needs one more to to. Oh get the record. And I think she will get it, and I think she gets it in Queens at the U.S. Open, and I think it happens this year. Oof.
2: Now I, I, I want to see it so bad, too. Like, I really do. She's um, still... But a, let
1: me tell you, time is not on her side right now. No, the problem is that she doesn't work at it anymore. She doesn't yeah. work. Now, she never really had to work as hard as anybody. You know, she she's actually a, the best. She's bigger. She's she's stronger than, than all the other players on tour. It's a bad comparison.
2: Bad comparison, but... Is it similar to like Russell Westbrook or Harden, where the, if you don't just go and no. practice and put in that effort every single day, you can never be at that level? No. Even though you have all the talent in the world, say and, no. and it's the age factor creeping into both? I, I think her mentality, fact, yes. her mentality is very different. Like I see her happened. more as like she wants Tiger Woods or Jordan yes. style yes. than
1: she, them. She's Tiger and Jordan. But it's still hard to beat all the things she but is. She's a million is, is, things. here's what happened. She was the best in the world, right? She wanted to, she was all tennis her whole life. Her father pushed her. It's a miracle that she didn't hate tennis by the time she was 15 years old. She was, she, she was pushed. She was going to be Serena. She was going to be yeah. the best player ever. And she was. And she didn't have to practice as hard, but she did. And then later, in, when she became like like of age, she wanted to become, I want to have a life. I want to be a mother. I want to get married. Just she, every business in the world. She, she owns like, that. She owns some of the most important but businesses. But she could do that, and she could still win these tournaments. And she could just sometimes, she didn't play any of the tournaments leading up to these majors, show up at the major, be an 8 yes. or a 10 seed yes. in the draw, and win the whole thing. But that's, no problem. But she so can't could do Harden that Westbrook anymore. Westbrook
2: could do that. They could go to the club all night and show up and they'd still have a triple-double
1: every night and they can't do it anymore. Now she can't do it anymore. But she's still, West, I don't think Westbrook Westbrook I'm not, I'm not sure about if he wants it or not Harden I don't think cares Harden wants his money yeah. Serena doesn't care about money Serena's got more money than all of them no she wants the championships but wouldn't you say you
2: know what I'm going to do this year I'm going instead of the businesses every day I know I got the zoom meeting in the morning I know I got the deals over here I know I got no 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 you know what I'm going to do I got all the money in the world I'm gonna spend this year just training and just winning my major, and I'm getting it done to solidify that. Under- and everything else yes. will be there forever. I don't think she does the business as much. She, I think it's she more does family. I,
1: I think it's a family. Whatever. Thing. whatever I'm She's telling you, now. if
2: it is like you're saying, and it's what she wants, and it is her thing, is to get that one thing. I don't know that that's it. She may have said, you know what? If I get it, I get it, and I've got everything, and I've proven everything I've got in the world. I'm just saying, if it's the one thing you want, you have all the resources in the world to back off on everything else and to focus on that. And I don't mean train every day. I mean whatever that is to get you in peak performance. That is for you to get she, to that thing. I know she did that for this. Nah, I mean, she did that for this. She had a program and a routine. Well, Wimbledon that was, was her. Set Wimbledon. Up for a she's year. best on
1: grass. She's best at Wimbledon. She's the you know all time champion Wimbledon. She's she's the best tennis player ever. I she's know. the best woman. Whether she wins another one or not, Serena Williams is the best tennis player ever. Any out of all of them, now I don't know if she's better than than you know, Federer or, or the doll and, right. the, the oh, doll so and Djokovic. Is, no doll, question, the doll and Djokovic. They're more. She's more dominant. The doll, the doll and Djokovic are on a crash course here in this one. I like Djokovic because I don't think the doll is great on this surface. I think he's a he's a master in the clay. All right, we got to. Uh, so we're, we're almost wrapping it up here. All right, but we have to. Uh, we big have a, announcement, big announcement. We promise you next week. On Locked Up Sports, we will have, and he's booked, he's booked, he's guaranteed, Joe Beningo, Joe Beningo. All right. From WFAN, Jets fan, from the uh, Oh The Pain podcast he does now, he's retired. So that's good. That's a big get, Brett. That's a big get. So we will talk to everybody next Friday night. Have a happy 4th of July. Happy birthday to my grandma. All right. Happy See 4th, everybody. You next Friday with Joe Beningo. See ya.